Barb, <laughs> Barb and Star. Star. Does that sound like it? Mm, sort it's of. Close. Barb. Barb. I'm better when I can. When I can like the only way I can ever do an impression is if I do an impression of someone doing an impression. Barb. And just like hear it, Barb. Barb and Star. star. Hi, Star. It's it's me, Barb. Okay. Can good? you do the intro like that? Yeah. This is heavy friending. I'm friending you so hard. An alliance slowly forming like a boner in my heart. So if you want to fucking friend me, better give me all you got. No, I don't take this lightly because it's heavy. Heavy friendly. Hi, this is Barb and Star, and we're going oh, to Vista yeah. Del Mar. <laughs> Del Mar. Oh, isn't that sweet? I'd like a nice mm. hot dog. Yeah, See, nice. that's, that's then different. it's the Chicago thing, that's right? That's different. Yeah. Um, anyway, welcome to the show. My name is Joe Barr. <laughs> Low. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm Laura Lee Bishop. Okay. <laughs> and I'm Laura Lee. I don't know how to do it. I'm not even going to fucking try. No. And it's offensive yeah. when you do it because I'm from the Midwest. That's I'm true. allowed to. That's my people. I get to make fun of these people. Mm -hmm. I um, still because... will make fun of them. Y'all are easy targets. See, that's you saying y'all. I would never say that and I would never make fun of that. <laughs> Good. You can't make you know. fun of Texans. That's dangerous. Yeah. Tell me about how yeah. big things are around here. Anyway, welcome to the show. This is Austin's go-to podcast, the number one friendship-based podcast, uh, bigger than the Joe Rogan experience. Definitely. Joe Rogan, fuck it's not you, even an screw experience. you. It's like a fucking shitty nightmare. That's uh, what it should be called. Do you think Joe Rogan got access to Barb and Star? Doubtful. He's not Don't funny. Why so. would they send a comedy to him? Yeah. And yeah. do you think Kristen Wiig is uh, a Joe Rogan fan? Doubtful. 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 Loser. I don't know. Guys, this is a weird time in all yeah, of our lives. It and is. Uh, we're not going to speak of any of this, but just know <laughs> that there's weird things going on. There's weird and, things going on, yeah. And it sort of, you know, it really set the table, I think, perfectly <laughs> for seeing this movie, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Uh -huh. And the other weird part of this episode, we have from the place that I work called not, The Chive. What? It's not weird. Well, I'm getting to the weird part of this, which is the person, because she's okay. dressed like um, like the woman on the, uh, the banana <laughs> stickers. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that either. I can say, well, we'll see if, she's, if she approves of this, but yeah. her name, well, I won't say her name. I'll end with her name. She's my oh boss my at thechive.com. She's dressed like a banana woman. And here she is. She's chugging uh, something in a can. Taylor Wood. Hello, Taylor, and welcome. Hello. It's an honor to be here. And I guess you could call me a bit of a Chiquita banana, although I don't know. Is Chiquita banana canceled yet? Yeah, I don't know. I think this podcast is canceled. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. I don't oh, know if you can call I... people a Chiquita banana. Well, I didn't say Chiquita, but yeah, I just but said she's a banana woman. Yeah, but you were calling her a Chiquita banana. You just didn't even know the name, which is kind of also worse because you were calling her banana woman. <laughs> yeah. Actual name. 
Well, no, I mean, I was thinking of the specific actress, but I forgot her name. Who, who oh. like did something? I, I don't. Okay, know. well, maybe I guess it's that's even worse. Better. <laughs> okay, maybe you know, banana woman. Um, okay, Taylor, this is so nice. Thank you for being on my podcast. You know, you're my boss during the day hours, and now I'm the boss. Well, I don't like how you said podcast. my. Yeah, I don't. So it's our. Thank you for being on our well, podcast. The point is, I'm the. It boss seems like you here. didn't learn anything from the film we watched. You know, well, we'll get to that. But Taylor, how does it feel for this old student becoming the master? God, are you okay? You know, I thought that we were going to be a team like Barb and Star or a team, but I guess not. So I'll remember that come tomorrow morning when my power takes back over. Mm, when you oh, get no. spankings, you dirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't say that to my boss. Please. You said you were the He's master. So um, Taylor, uh, things I know about you are you have um see you and laura i think have probably more in common than i do and i'll list through things and and you can if this makes sense vagina so you guys well all right yeah we'll start okay. with anatomy facts <laughs> facts <laughs> you guys also have um the full hair of of anyone i know the what sorry my internet it was like colorful colorful hair oh okay yeah i haven't dyed yes? mine Yes, I but yes, I have purple hair usually. And Taylor's and got a fresh pink, fresh right pink loving it. Yeah, she's fresh. fresh. Um, it's hard and, in the pan pandemic. Yeah, tell me about it, guys. My grays are <laughs> my grays are coming in. Yeah, but I was actually thinking, and this is not continuing with the similarities between the two. How would you feel if I dyed my hair blonde, though? I would feel negatively about it. Okay, Taylor. Okay. As a serious thing? It, let's not. <laughs> and some people would see me on the street and they wouldn't know it's a joke. You know what I mean? So just how would how would people react? It would look very different, Joe. And oh, Joe's frozen. And <laughs> I think it's your Internet now, Joe, because yours is always the one fucking up, I think. But you're, his, his hands are frozen. I know he's like frozen this. in a really nice way, though. You know, it's like yeah. happy expression. You actually look very handsome right now. I'm going to tell a he? lot of compliments that he can't hear. Joe, you look super not gross right now. And look at those teeth. Look, they're very white. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's back. There he is. There's that. Guys, internet. Face. You know, we are doing this at a socially distant safe way and that's gonna happen yeah that's just part of covid you know you got to get ready to be frozen and be frozen upon perfect and then mm -hmm. the the one i'll just finish my thought like nothing okay. happened cool. um i think that you the other thing you guys have in common is i think you guys actually have fans who actually like you guys yeah my mom thanks uh got my sister. dog is a big fan yeah my dog don't <laughs> great i bring up the one thing there was one code word we said not to say <laughs> one thing one thing taylor oh my heart i'm just I'm gonna so tell sorry. the listeners i'm gonna go ahead and just say it now okay just say it my dog ruger passed away and oh my god i can't say it never mind okay okay let me okay. say you can check her Instagram. You can read all about it. Extra, extra. It was very sad. Um, 
that sounded but, patronizing, but okay. Extra, extra. It was real sad. Uh, <laughs> boohoo, crying a river. Uh, anyway, about this fucking movie. <laughs> I was trying to keep things going, you know, because our good friends Joe at Lionsgate, not. they don't want us talking about this. Here's the know? deal. This podcast, we do talk about serious things and um, our emotions, and that's part of friendship, you know? Um, and I will talk about this when I'm able to talk about it without, like, being hysterical. So Yeah, yeah it's yeah, very yeah. fresh. Yeah, it's and here's the thing about joe is he is not joe is not bonded to animals like other people are <laughs> no. it's very apparent by every interaction i've seen so it's different yeah. it's different for people that really care so heart goes out to you thank you so much You're a badass for doing this thank oh. you it's tough man you love them Love your babies, especially when you have yeah. kids and you're like in your thirties and it's like, that's my child, you know, it's my child. So I get all that maternal stuff out with these dogs and you know, it's, you don't No mother should bury a child. Anyway, go ahead. Back to this comedy Lionsgate, our friends, <laughs> right? Oh, gosh. Um, thank you, Lionsgate. <laughs> That's friendship, though. Okay, this this movie on it. This movie is about friendship. At the heart okay. of it, it's about friendship. Okay, and friendship is like they say in the movie. It's being there for someone, you crying with them when they're sad, laughing mm -hmm. with them when they're happy, celebrating their successes, being there when they're when they fail. All those things. That's friendship. So we can't. It's not always laughing. You know. And, no. and, and Barb and Star found that out, you know, at the beach together. Thank you. They sure did. <laughs> Thank you, Lionsgate. I hope you liked how Laura brought it back to your mm -hmm. product, your film. Yes. We hope that the box office numbers are through the roof. So is this going to be in theaters? Um, like no, it's, okay. it's going to be streaming. Okay. And Where I don't want to see any, I don't want to speak ill of it, but it feels like a streaming movie. <laughs> i just think it i feels, wholeheartedly agree it feels like a direct to netflix sort of netflix original sort of vibe to me i do think i mean we're getting into it i guess but i do think if i would have paid to see it in a theater yeah i might have been a little disappointed yeah. but i do think uh it is a beautiful thing to watch so maybe maybe you would like some of the the details and the colors if it was on a big screen yeah i i so when i watched it i was um doing like dishes and like cleaning and stuff like that so it was fine and there's certain movies i and i and i'm fine with when there's something else happening while they're on i think if i were sitting there and sort of like hostage of in a movie theater seat i would have had a, a more negative reaction to the film mm. Okay, you Taylor, that's you're actually nodding. a great point. That's a great point because I was cooking while I was watching this there film, and it's one you don't have to constantly have your attention on. And I completely agree with you. If it was forced attention onto the screen, maybe it would have been a little less enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Now I watched a hundred percent focus. I put on a virtual reality helmet. <laughs> it was like I was in Vista Del Mar, right, right. and I looked to my left, and there was Barb. And I looked to my right and there was Star. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I took this very seriously because I think the people at Lionsgate would All expect right. us to take this very seriously, not be, mm -hmm. oh, dilly dallying around the house, doing other things. I like to focus on the task at hand. Mm -hmm. Therefore, <laughs> if Lionsgate wants to sponsor this podcast, I will give them my undivided attention. 
on well, the next Lionsgate film, if you want. I to think call it's this unlikely, based on your your opening <laughs> remarks. <laughs> Could you imagine heavy friending sponsored by Lionsgate? Lionsgate. <laughs> so weird. Oh man! <laughs> and we start the show every time just reading what's coming out <laughs> yeah. from Lionsgate that month. Oh, guys, uh, we're open to it. Yeah. Here's definitely. what I'll say though. Before I even watched this movie, I had seen the trailer and I had seen social media campaigns and stuff for this. And I was super excited because, first of all, I feel like they don't make movies like this anymore. And you guys will say, oh, there's no, good that reason. was no, no, no. I that was one of the things that I was going to say is I liked that aspect of it, that it was like a mm-hmm. movie maybe from the early 2000s, you know, sort of situation that I yeah. love those, the silliness of those movies. Um but they also have to be like really funny. I don't know if this one necessarily like hit the mark on that, but yeah, I like that feeling of it. Yeah. So I was super excited by the marketing and the visuals and their mm-hmm. voices. And obviously like, I also don't think we've seen and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we've seen Kristen Wiig in a leading role where she is a full on comedy character. I feel like when she's full on comedy character, she's a side role. But I don't think she's, you know, bridesmaids. She was kind of like, you know, a normal woman, kind oh, of, so you know, good. like that movie's so good. And Anchorman, she's a funny, you know, kind of quirky side character. She's been like quirky side characters, but I was just excited to see Kristen Wiig for a full movie mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. And do you think that maybe there's a reason for that after watching this movie? There's a reason that she doesn't. She's not do it the main central quirky character, and that she's well, a side character. I just I don't know because I really liked her in the movie. I liked her character. Uh-huh. I don't think my problems with the movie were based on no, uh, but maybe Barbara like, Star. I, I think liked the whole Barb thing is Star. like a quirky character. It's just hard sometimes to carry a whole movie. You know, it's just it felt to me like a bit that went on too long like it was to me very funny in when they were sitting on the couch at the beginning Mm -hmm. and they're just chatting I liked that I'm like this is good but in the back of my mind I thought this feels like it needs to end in about 10 minutes because the (laughs) bit you know what I mean and it happens a lot I think with like this felt like an SNL character that was created that then they made a movie around and that happens a lot with those SNL characters where you're like okay I liked it for five minutes I don't know if I can do it for you know an hour and 45 um so okay i think i felt that way especially at the couch scene as well it was overwhelming to me their accents the look of them um but as it progressed it felt more natural because i was immersed in it mm-hmm. i was really noticing all of the the details and it wasn't so much of like a shock to the system mm-hmm. as the opening was see i mean it- I don't I do agree with you guys that I don't think it's like the best executed movie, but I really my biggest problem was actually the what's his name? Ed the his character was Edgar. Jamie the, Dornan. The hot guy. Yeah. The hot guy. The hot guy from Fifty Shades. Yes. So yeah. here's my Kristen problem. Gray. I never yes, saw exactly. Fifty Shades either. And it was because I was protesting the casting of the other one. Dakota? Oh, Dakota man. Fanning. Woof. You don't like... Put it out. I said it. You can quote me on it. I said woof. Um, no, not in that role. I liked her in um, the remake of... Uh, uh, oh, shit. The, the Dario Argento movie. Suspiria. She was great in that. 
um, just as someone who is supposed to make a really hot, rich guy change his whole world around, it just didn't feel like a good casting to me. But, you know, mm. she didn't p drop my panties. So Interesting. I like her a lot. Well, Taylor, how do you feel about Dakota Johnson? Also the nepotism. I actually really liked her. It, it is def it's the nepotism for me. Um, <laughs> but I really liked her in the role because it was very much like a Twilight Edward Bella situation where Edward is this hot stud and then Bella is this very normal kind of average looking girl and that's the kind of a lure. So I feel like they were kind of going with that same thing. And I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I think Fifty Shades originally was a Twilight fan fiction that evolved. Oh, jeez. Wow. That's so I disturbing. think they were looking for someone that was a little more girl next door, innocent. But you know, they used to do that day. with like, uh, you know, like from She's All That, what was, yep. with a girl who was actually really hot though. And they made oh, her look Rachel... like a girl next door. But really, she's really hot. And even Kristen, I mean, Kristen Stewart's beautiful. You know, I'm not, I'm sorry, this is turning really, really mean because I'm just basically saying that Dakota is busted. But you know what? She's so lucky that she even got to be in movies because her parents are famous and she's blessed and highly favored. So she's fine. You're busted, but you're so lucky. Don't worry about it. Anyway, she's great. Moving on. Um, um, so, what I was, my point was that in the movie, <laughs> that we did watch <laughs> is that this guy so here's the thing when i said him you guys both were like oh the hot guy yeah right? so hot and we all agree he's a hot guy yeah, so here's hot. the problem don't give the hot guy funny stuff to do in the movie he's not oh, funny guy he's go. not here funny. we go the nerds mad because the hot guy would had some fun <laughs> No, he he did as old as time. He didn't do them justice. If you put Andy Samberg in that role, give him the funny lines, make it oh, funny. And he that. can be he could be sexy and it would be funny, sexy. This guy's hot. He's not funny. Don't give him funny. Yeah, stuff but you need to, to think about who the audience is for this movie. OK, who you think is going to go comedy goers, no, comedy it's gonna, goers. It's so going to be actually a lot movie, of women. Funny. It's going to be a lot of women comedy people because of y'all's yeah. fucking dumbasses who don't support women in comedy and think women aren't funny and it's a whole don't fucking thing. Y'all's dumbass. I, I, I was okay. excited about men Kristen Wiig. You were. You're a fucking diamond in the rough, Joe, and I've told you that a million times. But dudes suck. <laughs> he really is. Yeah, and they're shitty, and they're not good. I promise you, the same dudes that like Andy Samberg are not going to go see this movie. A, a, a lot of them aren't. So they're putting a little something, something in there for the people like us, okay? Which, again, mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with having eye candy in the movie. Don't, he's not funny. He didn't do anything funny in the movie, but they tried to let him do funny things. They gave him a song. They well, gave that's him another like, thing. Let's talk like, about Don't that. do any of that. Just make him sexy. Let's I talk am about fine that. with him being sexy. But they've been doing that in movies for a long time. Remember? Well, never mind. I was going to talk about Master of Disguise, but I don't think anyone wants Oh, my God. LOL. LOL. I'm sorry. I love that movie. See, to me, that's turtle, a movie turtle. that's, yes, Ooh. to me, that's a movie that's Ooh. so stupid in the way in which this movie is stupid, but to me, it just does it better. I don't know why, but I love that movie. I think it's great. I, this movie, I don't, I, and I get what it was doing. It was being quirky, but I think it wasn't like, maybe it wasn't quirky enough at times. Like it didn't fully commit to the silliness of it. So then when the silly shit happened, you were kind of like, whoa, wait, 
you know, like the yeah. musical numbers and whatnot. I just, they just were so sporadic that I don't know. It just took me out of things. I will say, and because you didn't watch 50 Shades of Grey, you don't know this, but Jamie Dornan has a musical number in 50 Shades of Grey and it <sighs> shocks you and takes what? you by surprise. And it's, it's arguably one of the worst parts of the like film because singing, it makes like singing and he's playing the piano and I think it's baby I'm amazed it's like baby I'm amazed by the way and it just it stops your libido in its tracks yeah it's not good he's not a bad singer but uh-huh. it was not right for the movie so was just he like singing was in really this movie right does here. anyone know because whoever's yeah. singing had a great voice that was it's him singing him. it's definitely panty him. dropper y'all panty dropper alert i need a button that i press when it's a panty dropper and it goes whoop, whoop, whoop. it's a you know, dropper alert he, he can do a lot of things but one thing we know yeah. he can't do is comedy so just let him be hot and maybe he can sing a little song or something but like he was not funny at all and I, and like, I imagine you know what, it makes funny. me think of the Austin Powers movies where they put like someone who's <gasps> they always put a hot person with the person then they're not funny but it's fine but they try to be funny but it's not funny but it's funny it's fine because the other people are so funny it makes it fine and Master Disguise they had a hot chick with him with Dana Carvey and then in, in all the Austin Powers they put a hot chick with Mike yeah but no but in uh, that's that's I'm glad you oh, brought up Austin Powers I think I'm Powers finding because... the common denominator here when it's a hot chick who's not no. funny it's fine but when it's a hot no. dude <laughs> taking a role away from a nerd then it's not okay no i i said i'm totally fine with him being hot and being in the movie just let his pe- character be like elizabeth hurley in austin powers she was basically the straight man she didn't have hilarious songs and funny bits to do she was like the straight man she said austin chill the hell out you're you're not in that time period anymore so Say i'm glad like you brought that up Harley. he austin, uh austin austin yeah it was it's kind of austin yeah you're being not groovy okay you know <laughs> but they didn't give her like funny stuff to do so yeah. i think that's the perfect example he should have been like elizabeth hurley mm-hmm. and just been hot and the straight man and i think I he was he wasn't him. that funny though i mean he had, he had like he had, exactly he, no i mean he had like, he, wasn't that he was pretty straight most of the time i think the only thing he did was have a song and then like say he really no, i guess it was really a, funny that a hot guy would want to fuck a young uh older woman you know I guess that's the funny part. He's actually, I think they're about the same age. <laughs> they're 10, I think they're 10 years apart. I oh, looked really? it up. I mean, yeah, I looked it up because I was like, they could date in real life. They should date in real life. I was like having this fantasy in my head of them falling in love on the set. And I just really like Kristen Wiig. I'm a big fan of hers. I do too. So it's not like I'm, a, I'm not hating or anything. I think she's really funny. I think she's a funny person. She's brilliant. She writes great comedy. I just think this movie almost at times felt like it could have been like a weird series. Like, um, like when they redid, uh, oh, you know, with the high school in the past and then Grease? they no it they made no. it a series wet hot american summer like it could have if they made it oh. a little quirkier and did like a, a series with it like wet hot american summer or something i don't know it just didn't feel like i'm something i wanted to sit through for like two hours maybe 30 minutes i chunk. mean grace and frankie did yeah, that yeah like something like that like a quirky grace and frankie that would have been good yeah I mean, that that that's definitely a criticism I had where I do think it's it, it was inconsistent. And I think it's basically what you're saying, where it's like if you're going to lean into the the crazy like talking animals and some mm-hmm. of these weirder like 
you know, just breaking into musical numbers, like give me more musical numbers, make it a full on musical, Mm -hmm. you know, like what are we, I I do think it has this identity crisis where it doesn't, it is. Mm -hmm. And I do think, you know, fits in with this Jamie Dornan thing. Like you got to pick a lane. Is he sexy? Is he funny? If he's funny, have a, have a cute comedian do it. You know, (laughs) if he's sexy, have the sexy guy do it. And we're fine. Did you audition for this role and be honest? Because I was, I, I, when I, when I applied, they said I wasn't sexy enough. (laughs) And was it funny? You're like, how sexy do you have to be? Like the guy from 50 shades of gray. And they went, (laughs) Then oh. they all started oh. writing. They started writing stuff down immediately. <laughs> Crazy. I do. I I do have a very like interesting comment I heard today about Joe at work. That ties in so much to what you said, Laura, about how Joe is a diamond in the rough when it comes to men. Because someone was like, "At least you have Joe on your team, and he's a man, but he's not a man." And I was yeah. like, I knew exactly what she meant in that moment, and it's just such a perfectly like wonderful description of you, Joe. He's the kind of guy that man. is honorable. You first of all, you love women and no and you and not because what I'm saying is you don't love women any less than men and you just you're cool. You're the kind of guy that can stay the night at my house and let my husband has no problem with it whatsoever. <laughs> like that's a good dude. Like you're trustworthy. You're just a great dude. And for the listener, yeah. my dog died and so Joe true. sent me a present to my house and it was really sweet and it made me cry. Okay. Well, that's why I can be meaner today is because yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was nice yesterday. Yeah, I didn't cry today at all. So um, <laughs> I think you cried earlier in this podcast. <laughs> Lionsgate.com like for usual. all the new releases. Check them out. <laughs> Lionsgate.com. Yes. Um, so, I mean, let's give a rough summary here. All right. <laughs> we 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 definitely let you know how we feel about the movie, which yeah. is where is it streaming? Because I mean, I'd like to tell the listener that. Oh, it's pretty much streaming everywhere. You know, voodoo. Oh, voodoo. Uh, Amazon, YouTube, Amazon. pretty much anywhere where you could rent like new releases. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's on like Apple. It's stuff. also streaming if you email heavyfriending at gmail.com, <laughs> Send us a ten dollar Venmo, and we'll send you the screener. <laughs> yeah, if you want to watch know, the are screener, they charge twenty. Okay. Yeah. We should, let's just charge 30. We'll split it three ways. Okay. Okay. That works. That works. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But you'll get you to watch it with You guys are not the... going to like the price for what you're going to get. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to tell you right now, it's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we should give it better ratings if we want people to pay <laughs> That's for true. it. It was great. Talk about, talk about Jamie Dornan's musical number. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jamie Dornan. You think okay, he's you hot? i say this. I thought he had a singer singing for him. For real. Because his no. voice was really nice. Now I'm going to have to I'm going to probably beat off to that later. Oh, my. I think oh. we, he was, in fact, uh, a singer before he was an actor. I the think streamer. At, and he's, wow. The thing said not to watch it more than once, but I'm just going to loop mean, that little section a few times. What's it like? A couple minutes? Probably need about, what, 10? All right. Few oh, seconds. no, not 10. <laughs> Less than that. <laughs> well, so... depends on how many times you're trying to go around the merry-go-round, all right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So this is this is what the um I am DB this podcast by the way. <laughs> yes. Hi, hi fam. Uh this is what their IMDb summarizes. This is how they summarize the movie. Lifelong friends Barb and Star embark on the adventure of a lifetime when they decide to leave their small Midwestern town for the first time ever. That makes me and hate them. They go to Vista Del Mar. Why is it the first time ever? 
you know? But do you know how many people that's true for? I don't know many people like that. I do. But it's shocking. It's crazy. My mom, this is like so random. My mom was getting her glasses like fixed one time, like fitted to her face. And I was sitting in the thing with her, sitting next to her. The lady's like fixing her glasses. And she asked like where I was from. And I said, Austin. And she was like, oh my God, it must be so fun. I mean, this is in a town like, I mean, it's like a four hour drive from Austin, right? She's never left. She has never left the town that she is from. Like ever. No, thank you ever no, not to go you. anywhere not even to go like to dallas which is like two hours away isn't that fucking crazy yeah. she has a car yes she had i mean it's not like she's like you know she she has the means she could go somewhere how could you do that and she was probably like 40 you know and had never left this small town ever it's really sad oh that's painful and it's actually interesting too because my sister young right she's a year older than me she lives in Houston, hustling and bustling city. I have lived out of Houston since I turned 18 and not once has she driven to come see me. I love her. We love each other, but she hates driving so much. She will not leave. Okay. Well, this is going to, let me talk to you. What's your sister's name? <laughs> her name's Rachel. <laughs> oh my God. My sister's oh. name is Rachel. Really? What? Are you older or younger? I'm younger. How much younger? A year, but we're not blood sisters. Like, we're steps. You're okay. And you're a year different. So my sister and I are 16 months apart. So about, you know, we're like Joe and his brother are 16 months apart. That's pretty close. Rachel, if you're listening, not my sister, Rachel, Rachel, I love you so much. Um, to my sister, Rachel, I love you so much. Um, to Taylor's sister, sister, you love her too. To Taylor's (laughs) sister, Rachel, I love you for your determination and spirit. But also those same attributes are a hindrance to your relationship with your sister and you need to get in your car. And I know you don't like to drive, but can I be real with you, sis? None of us like to drive. It's not fun Mm -hmm. unless you get yourself a self-driving Tesla, which I keep begging and begging my (laughs) husband to please, maybe we could get one. Um, Unless you get one of those, you got to drive. That's just part of being a human. It fucking sucks. But you know what? Pack up the car, get you some tunes, listen to some heavy fucking friending on the way, and you'll be here in no time. And you know what? The drive from Houston to Austin is actually not bad at all. I've done it hundreds of times. So many times. Mm-hmm. It's boring, but it's, it's only boring, about two but and a half it's hours. It's easy. It's easy. It really is. So easy. It's so easy. Yeah. Way better than the Dallas drive. I've ridden a oh, yeah. bus to uh, Houston before. So that's also an option. So you, well, yeah. So you don't have to ride the bus, Rach. Uh, get in your car <laughs> and drive. Well, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But it's if not you, ba- I, I like I don't mind the bus. I, I get to type on my computer. Yeah, yeah, I know. But those know? are long kind sometimes. They get stretched out, those those bus rides. Anyway, let's get mm-hmm. back to Barb and start. Barb and start. So they head to Florida. And that's, you know, where the wackiness ensues. And there they go to the wrong hotel. That was actually, I think, my first laugh out loud moment was when they go to the bad motel. Yeah. And the check in Mm -hmm. like that scene did make me. And that guy is in so much, you know, I was thinking there were multiple actors in this movie that are like character actors that are in so many Mm -hmm. things and you've know them and you see them and they got a great career but you could never like know their name in a million years that's the kind of career you want you know yeah because wasn't he in um 40 year old virgin 
Put in everything. And so had like the guy that played like the scientist that they at the very beginning. Yes. And I was yeah. like him. That guy's been everywhere. There were just a bunch of people like that throughout the course of the movie. And I love that when, you know, those guys that they like work their asses off. They're like people who cast them know they're going to show up on time, do their job and uh and nail it and nail it and nail it yeah yeah that that was a funny scene i want to talk to you guys too what did because taylor you texted me about this about mm -hmm. the first scene where you were like that was oh. like kind of insane i was not prepared for that to be honest so i watched a few interviews um with the two main characters i saw clips and then i noticed in the clips they had edited out some parts that would give away how completely out of left field the first intro was and I'm glad Laura mentioned it earlier but it really reminded me of those like cutaway scenes in Austin Powers where you're like how is this possibly the same movie this can't be it can't be the same movie this looks like they're in space not Florida what am I watching but once it tied it back all in I was like okay I was like I know this is going somewhere but I could not figure it out for the life of me I actually really liked those I wish there was more of the art of those characters. I thought they were funny. I think that that character, the villain of the film was really funny and like odd and interesting to watch. And I wanted to watch more of her. Yes, I wanted to see more, but maybe it's hard to tell if you like them a lot because they use them sparingly. But I loved the the little kid who starts the movie on the bicycle. Mm -hmm. like, I think that maybe they could have brought them to Florida and had them yeah. doing something behind the scenes here and there, like following Agreed. them here and there. Yes. Um, there wasn't enough of them, I think. It's weird when I, cause I watched the movie yesterday and it's like, when I think back of it, I'm, I'm like, what, what's like memorable to me? You know, like what really stands out to me? And like so much of it sort of blends in for me is just sort of like, almost like filler. I mean, I laughed quite a few times, I think, but but I don't feel like there's anything that memorable other than the scene, another scene that I just thought, but again, it like didn't really fit in the movie at all, mm -hmm. but it was the scene with, I mean, this is not exactly a spoiler, but Morgan, I mean, Morgan, is it Morgan Freeman or Morgan Freeman? Freeman right? with a D. With yeah. a D. That I thought that was so funny. That could have gone on for, 20 minutes in my mind it i just cracked up i did I think, too i really did think though that something was going to happen to that animal i thought he was going to be stepped on and i thought i was just waiting for that i thought that would be so brilliant it's like i'm going back a into seagull takes him yeah something anything else but what actually happened happened because he had set it up for so long mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah there were definitely some things that like they set a seed early and then it actually paid off. You know, there was like, mm -hmm. and then there were other things where you're mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe that'll come back. And there's, there wasn't really mm -hmm. always like a tie-in. But again, I think that's kind of, I'm not mad at that. Like yeah. I'm fine. Cause I think then the ones that did come back were more of a surprise. I laughed, I didn't laugh out loud at all in, in the movie. I did laugh out loud oh. at the one, but also I'm not in a laughing place. So that to be true. fair, Very to be true. fair to the film. Yeah. if we want to call it that i'm still not i just want to call it a long skit um <laughs> but 
the thing that did make me laugh out loud was when, and I'm not going to say what it was, but there are three people sandwiched on top of each other. <laughs> and there was uh -huh. just a pillow sitting on the person yeah. on top's butt. And it made me think, who put that pillow there? It had to have been the person on top. And they had to have taken their hands behind them and rested a pillow on their butt. And I thought that was funny. I don't know why. Interesting. <laughs> that part did make me laugh. That little detail. It's funny because it's definitely something I noticed, too. And I was just like, what a perfect little, yeah. I guess, cherry on top yeah. of that Sunday. Yeah. Little Obviously. things like that I make thought, these movies funny, you know? Yeah. It was a bunch of small things i think the overarching film maybe wasn't the best but the little details were made it worth it yeah and that's really how i generally grade a comedy movie is you know if i think it's funny if i like the main characters you know i'm I, we won't get to my rating immediately but i, I personally i like like i I'm talking negatively about this movie, but I actually will rate it higher than I've been talking because I do almost like I, I want to rate it high just so I can get a sequel because I would definitely be excited to see a sequel for this. I think that you have to take into account wh whether people are paying for something or not. And to me, that's like a big part of it. If this was on my Netflix, like, Oh, new release, then it's one thing. Like my, my rating's going to be a lot different if I paid for it at the theater or something it's gonna it's gonna be my rating's gonna be affected i think it's a straight to streaming i think i think even this may have helped to them that they could yeah. that COVID happened you know because i think people are going to be less critical of the film than they would be if they paid you know whatever 10 bucks to go see it oh it's like 15. oh god these days what is it 25. you can't <laughs> the movies these days and then popcorn, they charge you $50 for a popcorn. But I, so I wanted to mention, I uh, read one review of the movie from Vulture and Vulture basically said in their headline like this, and I thought this put it in an interesting place for me where it said it was a stoner, it was already set to be a stoner cult classic. Mm -hmm. And when it, when you put it that way, that if you think of it in like the stoner genre, then some of those like more outrageous, like crazy sort of things, you go, okay. So did you guys like, sense. did you guys see Pick of Destiny? Yes. And did you like it? I don't remember it. So I'm going to say I, it didn't really have an impact on me. So I loved it, but I was high when I saw it. <laughs> so maybe I should have smoked. And they should have had a disclaimer for that at the beginning. And that's on Lionsgate. And Lionsgate put that at the beginning of your movies. That's just a tip from us. Yeah, That's such a valid thing. I mean, the main characters even are taking drugs in the beginning of the movie. And once I saw that, I was like, ah, this is the kind of movie that mm -hmm. it is. It reminded me kind of of like Your Highness. Mm -hmm. If y'all remember that with yeah. James Franco or some, it, it was very much a stoner court classic. I kind of wish I had known that going in because I definitely thought it was like a more, yeah, not serious, but just like a typical comedy, like right. a Grace and Frankie's, not like an, oh, your mind is tripping on acid every five yeah. seconds. I agree. There's so many shows that I've watched, like TV shows, especially that I've watched where I'm like, oh, I like it fine. And then I smoke and I watch it. I'm like, oh my God. 
now I see what they were doing. And there are things that they do in shows for you when you're high. And I think mm-hmm. this show probably did, I guess, did do some of yeah. those things. I mean, you know? yeah, the colors, the, the yeah, vibrant, yeah. you know, yeah. Florida colors and the yeah music. And the, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think it's probably it might eventually get classified that way. And I wonder too, like once it does get to Netflix in a few years or whatever, then if it gains popularity, mm-hmm. I could definitely see a sequel or maybe a, you know, Netflix pays for the sequel and it goes straight to streaming. I think you're being real positive. I don't think that's going to happen, but I like, I honestly, but I would, I would watch a sequel. I, so I'm going to say that it's, okay. I didn't hate it. I would watch a sequel and I'd be happy to see Hi. one. Hi. Yeah, hi, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to watch it high and I'm going to get back to the listeners about the experience that I have. I'm going to have to wait till it comes out because I'm not going to pay for it. And I'm, apparently I'm not allowed to watch it more than once. According I to- think now you can watch, you know, you can do whatever you want. Okay. We only yeah. have a limited number. I wanted to make sure we were all able to watch it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's time we get into our final ratings. For all this right. One. Yeah. Okay. Let's Is it start mosquitoes with- or seashells. Oh, it's whatever you want. Seashells. I like okay. seashells. Taylor, you start. Tell us your rating. You can use whatever scale you like. Okay. I'm going to give it three and a half seashells out of five. Okay. Okay. It, I really did laugh out loud. And there were some scenes, for example, the seashell bracelets. I can't tell you how many times I bought some tacky True. touristy thing. And that was so spot on. I could feel that scratching against my wrist when they were talking about it. So I was like, okay. It'll wear I can, down. I see you. Yes. It'll wear down with time. <laughs> against okay. your skin. Laura? I'm going to give it three Jamie Dornans. Ooh. And I, <laughs> and if I, and I think, and that's just watching it, but I think maybe if I were to be high, I'm going to give it three and a half Jamie's. Wow. 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 Mm. See, I mean, you, if, if you're giving that, cause I was going to do it on a 10 scale. Oh, okay. Oh, cause that's sort of how I do things. It's okay. Fine, so, you know. so six, but I was going to say, Jamie yeah. Dornans. So, but I was going to, but you said a three and a half. So it would be so seven, six or seven. Jamie Dornan's. So, but I think <laughs> I was going to give it a seven and I thought mm. I was being generous. <laughs> well, I'm being generous too. I mean, I really like Kristen Wiig. So this is hurting me to say that I think this movie wasn't like stupendous because I just really think she's so fucking funny in everything she does. And just looking at her makes me laugh. She's so cute. She's just the cutest little thing. I just, I'm a big fan. Anyway, Lionsgate, it's a for us, you know? Um, Lionsgate though, but you know, again, we can be bought and we deserve to be bought. I will give it five stars if you give us money, 100%. And I won't feel bad about it at all. I'll give it 10 because I'm on the 10 scale. So <laughs> yeah, definitely okay. reach out to us, heavyfriending at gmail.com. Yeah, I can't wait. Find for us email. on Instagram at heavyfriending. Find us on Twitter at heavyfriending. And what's we your handle, Taylor? Page, uh, heavyfriending. At Taylor Wood, but it's W-O-U-L-D. I thought it was so clever. Solo he do. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you have an underscore though? I do have an underscore, but not on my OnlyFans. And that's where I really want people to follow me. Thanks. You okay? Now that we're ending, about this, yeah, because I Laura's do always it off fascinated. The mic. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have to do it now. Thank y'all so much for listening to Heavy Friending Austin's number one friendship-based podcast, certified by the mayor of Austin, Mayor Steve Adler, Close to be the ex-mayor. Friend. 
Um, <laughs> thank you all so much. And thanks to Lionsgate for sponsoring this podcast. send a check to us um or just uh become a patron patreon.com slash heavy friending woo patreon we need an only fans joe me and you doing butt stuff doing some of our butts that's where where it's at putting our butts together they people would pay to see our butts smushed together